You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. You, you feel this this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank call. Prank call. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Packernet After Dark. It's the phone call show where we take phone calls and respond to phone calls. And I hope that you guys called. I haven't checked, but we're going to go over there and check the voicemails. You can come with me if you want. We'll hang out and we'll listen to people's phone calls. Crazy this is still going on, isn't it? <laughs> Why are you here? Anyways, let's get started with the first caller. First caller, you are on the air. Hey, Ryan. Joe. Hey. Janitor from Connecticut. Oh, jeez. Uh, so, sorry about that last call. No, it's um, fine, dude. It's good. Got good. dropped. Uh, I was driving the Gator around, doing some maintenance. Yeah. Dropping off some garbages. I get it. I hit a big freaking pothole. Oh, man. That's crazy. I swear. I filled in three or four times already this summer, damn kid. And um, dropped my phone and it smashed out. What did the kids do? I don't understand. Is that just like Tourette's? You just blurt that out. Everywhere. Um, I, I believe that means you're partially to blame. All right. We'll cross that bridge another time. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, wanted to... Um, Thank you for sticking with me, my side, on the uh, wedding tasting and, and me watching uh, the game yeah. during my wedding tasting and, and, and thinking there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, so I did tell my wife about it, about it, that I got on the podcast and that, you, you know, you kind of uh, I'm so scared. with me. And, um, <laughs> and now, needless to say, yeah. she now uh, hates you more than she hates me. There so. you go. Good job there. Uh, nice. Appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, I do got a question. Sure, what's up? Now, I was planning on um, joining the Patreon. Hey, there we go. now right. well. that my wife completely hates you oh, on the podcast. Dang it. Um, probably not going to be able to support <sighs> you at all out I... of uh, our account without her seeing it. I so, get it. Um, you know. My question is, I guess, how do I, how do I uh, get, how do I convince her that I should uh, just support the podcast? How do I convince my wife that I should be a Patreon? Anyway, thanks for listening. Later. Well, um, it seems as though we've both dug ourselves a bit of a hole here. Um, I made the mistake of giving you my honest feedback, and you made the mistake of directly relaying that to your wife, and I don't know why you did that. Um, Although I guess you guys aren't married yet, which would maybe explain a few things. Listen, man, you gotta, you've got to develop a bit of a translator in your brain, right? So when I talk to you, you take that information, and you got to run it through a filter before you talk to your wife about it, if you talk to her about it at all, all right? That was for your ears only, my friend. My wife will do that to me sometimes with the kids. You know, she'll be talking to me, texting, and I'll just like blurt out something that's not meant to be talked directly to. I'm just, I'm just getting stuff off my chest, like, yeah, you know, kids need to start. Nah, 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 nah. And she's like, yeah, I told them, and here's what they said. I'm like, what do you mean you told them? Why would you tell them I said that? That was so mean. I did. That wasn't for that. Well, I didn't know. Gotta filter this stuff, man. You can't be like, hey, I 
called into this podcast. He said, you're acting like an idiot. And I should be able to watch football on my phone at this stupid wine, uh, wedding cake tasting thing. And that you're being a psycho. So looks like I win two to one. I'll be watching football. You can't do that, dude. So we're in trouble here. We, we got some work to do. And um, I'm, I'm not entirely sure the best way out of this. I'm thinking we're going to have to kind of, we, we may have to just back out of this entirely. Maybe you don't get football now because you, cause you messed that up, man. This was supposed to be from me to you. And then, and then the next step is, okay, how do we kind of work this out so that she'll understand it? You don't just smack her in the face with it. Come on, man. I, I, I think you need to have a conversation with her about trying to... Basically, we were just having a discussion about compromise and the importance of compromise in a marriage. Not that you have to do it or that it's the right... It's not about right or wrong. It's simply about... What's the best way for both of you to have maximal happiness in a marriage? It's give and take. And if that doesn't work, then, then, then there's something else. But the point is, that's all we're discussing here. I didn't mean to say that you should be able to do whatever you want. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I, look, I think it's broke. I, I, think, I think the hole is dug. I don't, I don't think I'm going to get any support. And um, the bigger issue is, is the hole that, that you may have just dug for yourself with with this beautiful young lady that you will be married to sometime. So I, I, I think the only play here is I'm I'm gonna throw myself on the sword here. And if, if things get patched up and you can come over to Patreon, I, I would love to have you. But he, here here's the what how this needs to work. You just gotta go to your wife and say, look, that guy was an idiot. I'm not gonna watch football obviously during our thing. He I'm just telling you I called in and he said that, but I was thinking about it, he's an idiot. And then you don't get to watch football because you messed that up. So just go there, eat some cake. Try to have a really good attitude. Be very decisive so you can get out of there as quickly as possible and then go back and watch football. That's where we're at. But hey, at least, at least you're not hated as much as me. So she only hates you the second most in the world. So moving up, man. So you rank like 7,752,999,999th in the world. It's progress. Who else we got on the line here today? Yo. Yo. Ryan. What's up? Slipping the how you doing, man? This is uh, uh, Nico from Idaho. Um, and you made that name up, didn't you? Did you really just forget your name and where you live? Or that's fine. It doesn't matter. You can make up names if you want. And I don't know. Just a comment here. Um, yeah. First of all, I'm glad Thomas got away from the deranged fans. We all are. The Rogers walked into a bar joke. Pretty funny. Um. I don't know if everyone else is as psychopathic as I am or psychotic, one of those. Um, mm-hmm. But in my brain right now, there are two prevailing thoughts. And Just, each of them that's it, encapsulate huh? 100% of my brain. One wow. of them is I could care less. Okay. How good, you know, the players look, the new guys, all that stuff, how good the team looks. Because the NFL's history is full of dudes that looked amazing in training camp. Right. And then were straight trash in the regular season right. and vice versa. And the other side of my brain, which is also hundred percent is with all the new guys looking as good as they are. And the second and third year guys, you know, uh, kicking it up a notch and, and taking that leap. And then with all returning elite players, we got, we should literally be unstoppable. Yep. So that's what's going on in my brain. Right. Um, like I said, each half of that is a 100% of my brain. I don't know how that works, but I'm literally fighting with myself every day. 
uh, I hope I'm not the only one, but I think I'm probably not the only one. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, if we stink, I'll be like, whatever. If we're awesome, I will fanboy it a lot. And uh, that's all I got to say, really. So, who uh, is on the show? And go pack. Go. I think I think we're all kind of going through that a little bit. I think we're all having that same dilemma. And I think you got to just let it be okay. You know, some people can't. And, and you know, you got to be the smartest man in the room. So it's like you got to just shut off the one part of your brain and just be pessimistic. You just go on social media and you're like, you're stupid. That's not what this is stupid. Doesn't count. Doesn't mean anything. You're stupid. Until, they, until, until you know, week 17, we don't know anything. You're, you're stupid, right? You can be that guy. And if you're not that guy, all you can do is be yourself where you got that the, the split personality thing where it's like, dude, that's awesome. But I don't think it means anything, but it's still freaking awesome. We're going to be so good. But we might suck because that doesn't even mean anything. We, You know, it, it's, it's, it's nihilism. Nothing means anything. Nothing matters. Nothing has any value. No, but, and the crazy thing is it's like, it's true, but it's never not true. I've, I've, it, the, the problem with nihilism is that it never goes away. People who have this nihilistic thought about the NFL in terms of like, well, it doesn't mean anything. It's just training camp. That's true. But that also applies to the preseason. It also applies to week one and week four and week 10. It doesn't mean anything. If what we're actually trying to figure out is the ultimate meaning of how, how amazing you are overall, right? And what we really want to know is when we see the 49ers or Tampa Bay or whoever in the playoffs again, what team is going to show up? That's what we really want to know, right? That's what I want to know today. And it's stupid to think that we're getting that information now. You're right. And it's going to be stupid in week five to think that it means anything either. We don't know. We have no idea. The, the offense that we saw all year isn't the offense we saw against, you know, the 49ers. So nothing matters. All that matters is what's in front of you. In week one, all that matters is week one. So guess what? In training camp, all that matters is training camp. So guess what? You're allowed to give yourself permission to be excited about it. Preseason week one doesn't mean anything. That's true. But you know what? The only thing that means anything is preseason week one. That's all the information we have. That's all the information we're going to get. And you're allowed to enjoy it, and you're allowed to get excited about it. You're a Packer fan. You're allowed to be excited about good things happening to the Packers. You're allowed to be excited about Romeo Dobbs having a good training camp. You're allowed to be excited if Devontae Wyatt gets a sack in the preseason. And if somebody else chooses to be that guy, that's going to say, that does me the wild third string. Third, 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 third string. That's fine. He can be that guy. I don't care. I'm a Packer fan. I get excited about good things happening to the Packers. I don't get to watch the postseason right now. I'm not watching week 15 right now. So I can't cheer for that. And I don't have any other information. What I have is what's in front of me. And what's in front of me is Devontae Wyatt just absolutely drilled Trey Lance's face into the dirt, and I'm cheering it. And I don't need you telling me anything, so go away from me. Nihilism isn't intelligence. I'm sorry, it's just not. It doesn't take a genius to go, it doesn't matter, it doesn't even matter, nothing matters, it doesn't matter. You know, you can have an IQ of 15 and be capable of doing that. So what I'm saying is, let yourself be excited. And it's good that you have that other part of your brain that kind of keeps that in check. And, and that serves a purpose because there's going to be an inclination to try to apply it into the future and you can't really apply it into the future. But you know what? You can be excited today. You can be excited about the prospect of it possibly translating into the future and the fact that 
it does give a higher chance of translating into the future, but you need that little thing in your brain that kind of keeps it in check to be like, well, let's let's not get too crazy. You can get excited, but let's not let's not carry it too far into the future. But also don't let the other part of your brain take over and say, nothing matters, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Shut up. Anyways, what's up, Seth? Hey, this is Seth. What's up? I am wondering for us Patreons, are we going to be doing a fantasy football league this year? (laughs) Gotten so many questions about this. And to kind of make it a little bit more fun for for the night show, who would be your top three picks? Can't do the same position for fantasy football. All right, talk to you later. Man, I am so far out of the loop, but I'm just completely off the top of my head. I'm going uh, Jonathan Taylor running back. Give me, like, Justin Jefferson at wide receiver um, because they're going to be passing a lot more, I guess, and he's, like, arguably the best wide receiver in football. And um, what are we looking for? Quarterback, maybe? Who's going to be a really good quarterback? Who's going to get a billion yards? Don't want to do Rodgers and Mahomes. Oh, Josh Allen. I'll go Josh Allen. Is there going to be a, there's going to be something, man. I don't know what it is. Like I said, I'm, I, I hate, fantasy football has gotten to the point, and I honestly think it was the podcast that kind of ruined it for me because I started doing this as like a, a thank you to patrons, and I had a massive response. So I, w- I would have like my own personal private fantasy football league with friends, and there might be two of those. And then I would open fantasy football up to the patrons, and there would be so many patrons interested, I would have like four of those leagues. So I have like six fantasy football leagues going on at the same time. Doing that for like three or four years has kind of ruined my desire. But I will say this. Um, Jacob is planning a fantasy football show. I don't yet know the status, but I know it's in the works. I'm going to kind of let them take the reins on this. I don't know if that's necessarily going to be anything just for patrons. Probably not. We might do something else, maybe like a pick'em or something. But I'm. Uh, it doesn't really do any good to start up four or five or six different fantasy football leagues that I don't even participate in throughout the year. So I just I just don't think I'm going to do it this year. So I apologize, but that's probably where we're headed with this. Hey, Ryan, it's Emilio. What up? Uh, look, so I was just listening to Jair uh, interview there. All right. He was trying to get going talking, and the guys kept interrupting him because they were hungry. They wanted Chick-fil-A. We didn't get your take on Chick-fil-A. Uh, what's your thoughts? I'm a little lost, but I I understand the question. So there was a Jaya interview and they kept interrupting because they were hungry and wanted Chick-fil-A. That's okay. Well, my my personal thought on Chick-fil-A is, first of all, I'm just glad that you mentioned Chick-fil-A because I kind of forgot they existed. And oh my goodness, I love Um, Chick-fil-A. It's crazy how good it is. It really is. I've never actually been to a Chick-fil-A in my life, but I know uh, guys at work would routinely bring it in and my wife would occasionally go get it. Um, but I've, I've never been there to experience apparently being in line is kind of crazy. Like they, they got people outside and you fly through the line and it's nuts. I'd like to experience that one day. Um, but man, that, that chicken is so good. The Chick-fil-A sauce is to die for. Um, the spicy chicken is incredible. I I had, they had these other sandwiches. They've got like cheese and I don't know, bacon or something. I don't know. Everything I've had there is amazing. Um, I like the fries. I like it all. So yeah, Chick-fil-A is um it's top tier. I think I think if it might be up there with like with like Culver's, I think. If I'm being completely and maybe it's just because I'm in the mood for Chick-fil-A right now, but if if I had to pick, like Culver's would be maybe number 1, then maybe Chick-fil-A and then then I don't know, probably just open it up to to McDonald's to get me some nugs or something. I don't know, that, whatever, some burger place, Wendy's, Hardee's, I don't know. But yeah, it's it's up there with like next level food as far as fast food goes. I'm a fan. Sorry, go on. 
I do love the the chip that he has, you know, and, and holds, uh, you know, all the guys to a higher standard. You know, he wants to be the best, the greatest. And I just love that. I think that, that we've been missing that and that it's really going to help us this year moving forward. Um, and third, I was. So um, I think you're talking about Jair still. Yeah, I, I, I like his demeanor. I like that he has that sort of uh, diva corner mentality without being like the bad kind of diva, you know, the, the one that actually causes a lot of problems. He seems like he's a good dude, but, man, he, he will he will get in your face. He will talk trash. He's got confidence for days, and I just think that's going to bleed out. You know what I mean? I, I think I think we need that throughout. Um, I want to see Stokes embody that and, and Savage and Amos and all these guys to – to, I, I just want that mentality to emanate throughout the defense. I want that to be the mentality of this defense as a whole. That just, you will not win. You cannot win. You cannot move the ball against me, against us. Can't happen, won't happen. We are, I am, the greatest. So I, I love that he's on the team, and I, I want that to spread like a virus. I want his his mentality to just spread throughout everybody on that defense listening to Goody, the way he's talking about the roster with the 53 that it has to be at, but then the 69 they could have, yeah. and then the 48 that actually dress on game day. I think it'd be cool to maybe make a 48 list, Okay, um, you know, the people that are actually going to dress. But besides that, I mean, I think that we might be looking at the roster a little differently if he, you know, it kind of sounded like he wanted to be able to, you know, sort of manipulate the roster with different players, just getting the best out there, not actually numbers in each group. Uh, love to hear your thoughts. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Yeah, I heard him mention that, and that actually does make sense. The first person I thought of was um, Samori Ture when he said that, talking about, you know, technically we kind of have like a 69-man roster because there's there's so much ability to just use the practice squad interchangeably with your – it's 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 just an extension of your your normal roster. So we don't need to be worried about as much – being thin at positions to whereas, you know, maybe in the past we had to make sure we have so many position people in that position, even if they're not very good, we got to have enough bodies there. Um, but now it's a matter of as long as we have enough bodies to dress for game day, we're good. We don't have to worry about injuries necessarily. I mean, you need somebody there, but long term, we can just bring somebody up. It's not a big deal. So the point is, if if we really like somebody, we don't have to stash them or, or move on from them just to make room for another body that's not as good. We can, you know, take a guy like Samori Ture, and I don't think he's going to qualify for for different reasons, but sort of like that, we can have a guy like that on the roster just because we really like him, because he's we want the best 53 on the 53, and if we're thin somewhere else, it's fine. We'll, we, we got those guys on the practice squad that can come up when needed. Now, I, the reason I don't think Samori Ture necessarily qualifies for that is because I don't know that he's really needed on the roster as much as some other guys. I think you're going to be looking at special teamers and other things like that. You know, his impact as a player might be one thing, but his impact on the team is going to be a completely different thing. The number seven wide receiver is hardly ever going to see the field. Whoever he's replacing, for whatever reason he's replacing, is probably going to be a step down. And again, he's, he's, he is taking a spot away from a special teamer, and I think that's going to be an issue. But it's still something to look for going forward when you're doing your 53. Don't knock somebody off just because, well, I think we should probably have five here and we only have four. Take the best guys that make the most sense for the 53. And we got some more hatred for the show here coming in. We got Justin's niece on the line. What's going on, Justin's niece? What, what did I do wrong now? 
Hey, Ryan. It's Haley again. Okay. You say Haley? Should I... I can't change it. Sorry. You're Justin's niece. Stop addressing your real name because nobody wants to hear it. So I have more upsetting news for you. Oh, boy. Because I really... I'm really sorry. But the name of your podcast? Please. Who did that? Like, you need a team or something. Like, I have a least, team. Like, I don't know if you're married, but, like, you're white. I am? I'm white? Needs to help you out Oh, my that. wife. Because what is it? I don't even remember. But Justin told me it so I could, you know, listen to my glorious calls. And, oh, let me look it up. Let me see. I don't know if it says. So obnoxious. No, it didn't. But it's, like, Packers something or other. Packernet. It doesn't need to be all about the Packers, first of all. Second, it is. I mean, it's not, which is part of the complaint here, but it is a Packers thing. What are you talking about? Well, no one cares about your bacon tacos. I hate <gasps> breaking you, but I'm thinking someone needed to tell you. No one cares that you like tacos that much. Okay. Okay. Now you cross the line. Nobody... Pff, you have never had a taco in your life, first of all. How dare you? Don't ever come on this show and disrespect taco takes. All right, you, you want to talk about the Packers? You want to talk about the, the name of the show? You go right ahead. But nobody cares about my bacon taco takes? Good lord, you have got, you are out of control. And I'm really thinking that it's going to make your views go lower because you talk about tacos so much. Again, you've never had a taco ever. People are going to stop listening because I'm talking about tacos? Oh, my goodness. Unless you want lower views, which, I mean, I wouldn't see why you would. Because, you know, usually you want, you know, listens on your podcast. Yeah, there's no viewers. Um, not the opposite. It's audio. So just, just think about all of the critiques I've mentioned. And just please change the name. No. First of all, it doesn't need to be at night. Have it be in the morning. Been over I this. Am, I know Justin's not waking up at 5. We covered this. I mean, could be. My other show posts at four. I'm not posting this at five. At five a.m. said because it's posted early in the morning, and I've heard y'all have had some issues with posting. You know, you know, for somebody that doesn't listen to the show and doesn't like the show, you know a lot about the show. Like it, it seems like you and Justin have had really in-depth conversations about this show, and you start talking about posting issues. I mean, first of all, there's so many degrees of separation here. Justin is not even a Packer fan. Justin came over here because he wanted advice on how to separate himself from you people, his family, because you're all Lions fans and you're obnoxious and he didn't like any of you. He said, you're ugly and you smell bad. And I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. And I tried to work out and him and I worked together on ways that he could separate from his family and never have to talk to you again. And so that's developed into a real strong friendship between Justin and I. And here you come. All of a sudden, you've got all these, these insights and everything else. The, 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 where is this even coming from? I don't even understand. He's not even a Packer fan. And you don't even like, he doesn't even like you. So how did you end up here? I, don't, I have no idea what's going on. At 11? Um, maybe 11, or I think it's a different time in you know, old Wisconsin. Little old Wisconsin. You live in Michigan, okay, Hollywood? You live in Michigan. What, what, <laughs> please, do not try to condescend to, to Wisconsin. At least we have 
like a sports team that matters here. Thinking. I'm just, I'm really thinking that it needs to be in the morning, not night. Because, you know, early bird gets the worm. So I'm, I really, I really just need you, I need you to either buy Justin some headphones. No. Nope. Wireless, of course. Nope. Or change some things. Make some, you know, management decisions. Thanks. I made management decisions, and they're amazing decisions, and you can buy your own family member's headphones for crying out loud. Tim, help me with this, will you? Hey, Ryan. Tim from California What's again. What's going on, man? Um, I just had a question. If you had the opportunity to go back and redo one draft pick, yep. um, same spot, obviously, just TJ Watt. knowing what you do now, um, and let's keep it relevant, like in the, the Brian era, Okay. Um, what would you do? Who would you, who would you give up, and who would you take in that um, Jay Sternberger, I would have taken Terry McLaurin, I think is, I think that's the one right there. So, um, I could go back and like really comb through, but that one's a pretty well known, I think it was the very next pick was Terry McLaurin, very good wide receiver and Jay Sternberger, obviously not very great. Hey Ryan, it's uh Justin. Hey. Um, just, I need to provide a little context. Please, um, please do Justin. Yeah. So Haley does not live with me. We okay. just work together all summer long doing the horse thing. And so, yes, in the morning as we're preparing, you know, the day, sleeping yep. the barn floor, getting the saddles out, whatnot. I have um, After Dark playing. And because she called in and complained, I purposely stopped. It is 1144 my time at night right now. Got halfway through the podcast. I stopped it halfway through it on purpose because guess what? I'm <laughs> going to play it for her tomorrow morning when nice. we're getting ready to go for the day. Nice. <laughs> and um, also, she's a dramatic teenager, so her version of Grumpy is, you know, in the eye of the beholder, I suppose. So anyway, um, so yeah, that's that. Fair enough. What up? I always forget stuff after I hang up. That's fine. Justin I get it. Again. I get so it. this morning I was doing the usual, you know, after dark routine, getting ready for my day in the morning. And she started spitting and sputtering and ranting and raving about how annoying that was. And I said, you know what? Don't tell me about that. Why don't you call in and tell Ryan? It's a, it's a call in show. <laughs> and so that's how she got, got your numbers. I, I just gave it to her because I don't think she actually was paying attention enough to, you know, actually write the number down. But she was just really complaining about it. So I'm like, you need to call him, tell him about it. You know, I've been excited for a very long time about people calling in about the show, but I like angry callers, but they're supposed to be like Bears fans or Vikings fans who are like, Packers suck, and here's this thing, and then we go in. Not like a 10-year-old who doesn't like the name of the show and doesn't even know the name of the show. It doesn't even make any sense. Anyways, thank you, Haley, for calling in and not having any idea what you're talking about. Hi, Ryan. Hi. Hello. Hey there. What's up? This is Doc from Reno, Nevada. Oh boy, this is going to be Hello. this is going to be interesting. So, first thing I just want to um, You there? Just a few observations. All right. A couple of weeks ago somebody asked you if there's some days you wake up and you do not feel like doing the the podcast. Yep. And you said, "No, I I I really don't. I just you know, I come down and, and... Is that what I said? I could have swore I said there are definitely days, but... I do it, but... I guess I don't remember. I laugh every time you say how tired you are or whatever happens. Because I look at 
the total time of the podcast, and it's always over an hour. And you get such you get you get you get caught doing something else that you don't want to talk about, mm-hmm. and then after you rant about it for ten, fifteen minutes, you go, "Oh." I better get back to what I'm doing because I really want to finish this up fast. Right. Priceless. Every time you do that. Chrysler? I do appreciate that. I, I laugh at that every time. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, I can't hear too good. The next uh, question I have for you. Was that a question? <laughs> I, I appreciate the observation. Um, I, I think, I think I get what you're saying and I, Thank you. Maybe. I'm not sure. But yeah, that's those first of all, for clarification, if I said I don't ever feel like there's never a time where I don't feel like doing the podcast, I clearly misspoke because there are definitely times when I absolutely do not want to do the podcast. Um, today was one of them, although after dark so far, I've never not wanted to do it. This I'm always jacked up to listen to the calls and whatnot and, and just be stupid and I don't have to care. I don't have to think I just whatever comes up to my head first and then we just kind of spout it out and so it's, it's a good time. The uh, Packernet podcast, there's a lot more work involved. And um, sometimes there's things that I have to talk about that I really just don't feel like, but, you know, I can't just not do it. And, um, you know, today was one of those where j- just even I was excited to do it. And then as the day went on, I'm like, I, this isn't entertaining to talk about. And I don't feel like I'm providing good value like I thought it would. And it's like, I can't start over. So I'm just kind of powering through it and hoping it gets better. And I just wasn't super into it, and I'm getting extremely tired, and I need coffee and everything else. So today was one of those days. But yeah, e- even in the midst of sometimes get being very tired, I still go off on these tangents rather than just being like, I'm just going to get out of here 20 minutes in, because uh, there, there is still that level of... And, and that's that's how you know when I'm enjoying it. When I'm going off on a tangent, I'm enjoying myself. Even if the rest of it was horrible, even if I wasn't feeling like it at, at earlier in the day or whatever, when I start trailing off on a tangent and you hear the tone of my voice go up and everything else. Now I'm having fun. So sometimes it takes a while for me to find that spot, but um, that's, that's, that's when we're having fun. If Aaron Rodgers didn't sign a contract with the Packers this year, would you have wanted Kirk Cousins or Jimmy G? And the reason I ask that is because Kirk Cousins has never had a team that really wanted him as quarterback. Washington signed him because they had nobody else. And they franchise tagged him, and he played the game, and he won in the end. And then we find out this year that (laughs) Zimmer didn't want him either. So do you think that if the Packers would have signed Kirk Cousins, I mean, they would have had the money to because if Rodgers was gone, just forget about the rules of the salary. I get it. But... I think that uh, Matt LaFleur could have actually talked him into getting into the system and just following uh, the rules of, of how to be a – not to throw that that bad interception or fumble or whatever. And, then, and, and Jimmy G, really, I mean, I don't think he's the bad quarterback everybody says he is. He's another one that, yeah, Kyle Shanahan was his – was his coach, but you know, coming to Green Bay, 
Matt LaFleur might be able to change the way that he thinks too. But what's your thoughts on that? So, and then the next thing. So he got cut off at three minutes there. He's going to call back and tell us the next thing. Um, so, again, forgetting all the rules about salary cap and, you know, obviously the Vikings would never trade their quarterback to us or whatever, but or, or the 49ers for that matter would probably not want to give us Jimmy G. But if, if I had to pick, I think the argument for Jimmy Garoppolo is, first of all, he's been to a Super Bowl, right? He's been successful. He's also in that system. So he's got the Shanahan system down. So you probably understand some general terminology um, with Matt LaFleur. So there would be a lot of similarities there. I st- still think I'd go Kirk Cousins, though. I think he's a better quarterback. I think he's been more consistent. I think he's been actually a very, very good quarterback for a considerable amount of time. And then Jimmy G has some serious injury issues that Kirk Cousins, I don't believe, has. So I would go Kirk Cousins for sure. Although, I mean, if if Rodgers wasn't there and either of those was an option, I would probably be happy with either. Not to throw Jordan Love under the bus, but, you know, based on what I've seen, obviously I would rather take one of those two. But um, I would be happy and could understand either of those two options. I would probably prefer Kirk Cousins. Although there would be some fear that, you know, the Packers already have issues in the postseason. And to bring a guy in that has had success but struggles to have success when it counts, that seems like a kind of a bad fit. But I, I still, I, I can't get away from just take the best, the best option, which I think is Cousins. But uh, continue on with your your thing. I guess I got cut off or my phone sucked. But this is Todd. Hey. T O D D. Todd from Reno, Nevada. Oh, not Tom. So Todd. my next question is: How do you ever listen to the national pundits? especially when I talk about the Packers or Aaron Rodgers and how wrong they are. <laughs> so a couple weeks after. First of all, no, but we did. That was like a thing we were going to do for a while there. We we had a, a plan of having somebody track all the rumors and whatnot and track, you know, just accuracy, I guess. But um, we really only had one person doing it, and it was way too much work for one person to do, and we didn't really want to put other resources into it. And so it kind of just went by the wayside. It's still there, just kind of dormant, waiting for uh, a better plan to make that all work. But um, no, we don't have that. After Devontae Adams left the Packers, some pundit, and I'm sorry I can't remember from where he was from, but he said that Aaron Rodgers is the most selfish quarterback in the NFL. He signed a contract, and he knew once he signed it that Devontae Adams would not be able to sign with the team. And that's why he's selfish. So Devontae Adams had no choice but to leave. And I'm like, you shouldn't be on the radio. You shouldn't be anywhere. You're just too stupid. <laughs> that is the worst take I've ever heard on Aaron Rodgers. Well, it's just fact. I mean, I don't know if this is recent or from a long time ago, but Devontae himself has already dispelled that. He's already confirmed what the Packers said, which is that they offered him even more money than he got with the Raiders. So that's just factually inaccurate. And it's been, again, been verified by the Packers and Devontae Adams that they were going, were willing, contract on the table, ready to sign him. Um, that was already a thing. So, yeah. Rodgers, and especially the Packers. So, um, I mean, do you listen to the pundits and do you hear all the wrong stuff they, they have to say. And I hear this more often than not about how they get it wrong on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and especially now with Devonta Adams. And the other, and probably two, three days ago, 
I was listening to a, another sports show, and they had Ross Tucker on there. And they asked him, how, how good are the Packers? And, that, and, and, you know, do you think they could have kept Devontae Adams if they want to? And because he said, you know, he just wanted to go play with Derek Carr. And Ross Tucker's answer was, well, the way I look at it is nobody ever leaves Tom Brady. I mean, they never say that Tom Brady this and Tom Brady that when they leave whatever team. Whoops. That time it was me, Todd. I apologize. I was clicking. I started doing, started getting a little carried away with my tasks while you were talking. But I'll tell you what, I listened to um, the first three minutes, the second three minutes, and then you called a third time to summarize your thoughts in another two minutes. So the the total of the, um, if I can kind of summarize, was to kind of, I guess, defend Kirk Cousins. A lot of the media members said he wasn't very good and all that and whatnot. Um, what do I think of Kirk Cousins? Really? Talk to you later, Ryan. Bye-bye. So kind of already did that, but I, I do, th- I just, I think he's a good quarterback. I mean, if you look at his PFF grades, if you look at his stats, if it, there, there's really nothing about him that isn't good. Um, and as I said, the one big knock against Kirk Cousins, aside from the fact that like, you know, he doesn't swear and stuff, which bothers people for some reason, seems like the biggest knock is that he's like a really nice person and people are weirded out by him. And so they hate him. And they try to pretend it's about other stuff, but it's it's not. But the only real knock that he had was that he doesn't play well on like you know primetime games. But I went back and looked at it, and that's not the case anymore. He he shook that a while ago. So yeah, I think he's a good quarterback. That's kind of the bottom line. Anyways, uh, why don't we take a break right here? We got uh, two, four, six, seven more calls to get to, and then we'll get out of here. Patreon.com forward slash pack underscore daddy. If you'd like to support the podcast. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Goose is on the loose. What's going on, Goose? Hey, Ryan. Just responding to your awful take on falafel. Oh, jeez. You really can't knock them until you try them. Oh, I can't. That's neither here nor there. I'm also going to ask you, if you have such a strong aversion to that, what is your take on gnocchi? Gnocchi? Because... If you can't eat gnocchi, I don't know, man. We might we might have to get you some therapy. Um, I don't know if I've ever had it. I've never heard good things about gnocchi. I mean, it's just like it's like a potato noodle thing, right? I mean, I I, I want to try gnocchi, but I know every time I've brought it up, my wife's like she has she's had it and she thinks it tastes like garbage, which I tend to trust because it's like her kind of. She's a vegetarian, 
seems like something she'd be into. She loves like pasta dishes and everything else. She said she had gnocchi and it was gross. So I'd, I'd like to try it. But um, yeah, I'd, I don't. I don't have a take on that, but I don't have a super high level of confidence. But it's potato. It's it's not a gross food. Like falafel is is a variation on a gross food. So I I have a a strong take that would a strong inclination that it would not taste very good. Gnocchi is potato, and I like potato, so I have no reason to believe it wouldn't kind of taste good. But uh, I, I'll work on that. I'll work on getting some some gnocchi. Anyways, uh, Goose has got another. Um, thing here. Let's see what this is about. Hey, Ryan. Just calling in with my thoughts on the original Mission Impossible movie. All right. It is so bad. (laughs) The only way that I think someone could enjoy that movie is with the mindset that it's a spoof. Right. Because that's the... If that film is taken seriously, brain cells die. Right. In fact, the only movie I can think of that's cheesier and feels more like it's trying to intentionally make fun of itself is Roadhouse. Yeah, and um, I appreciate the uh, the trashing of Roadhouse, by the way. Um, the other thing is, you know, somebody had called in and said, yeah, it's a little bit cheesy, but, you know, consider the time period. I think it was like 1996. I mean... It isn't that long. Every time I think about it, like those 80s movies that are super cheesy, I also go back to it and it's like, you know, The Godfather, <laughs> wasn't that like in the 70s? That's still a movie that holds up today. So it's not the greatest excuse, especially when you're talking about 1996. I'm sorry. It's not that old. I mean, Independence Day was in 1996. I haven't seen that in forever, but I, I think that that was a decent movie, right? It's not like so bad it's like a spoof. Um, Eraser? maybe some people would say this guy, I don't know, I think it's a good movie. I like Eraser. Arnold Schwarzenegger? The freaking substitute? Come on, man. How about The Crow? I'm sorry, that's a phenomenal movie. I'm with Dwight on this one. So, I don't think you get a pass, you know? The Glimmer Man? The freaking Glimmer Man? Maybe my favorite Steven Seagal movie? The Ghost in the Darkness? It's not really an action movie, but that is a phenomenal movie. So you're allowed to make good movies in 1996. I, I, I cannot, especially, you know, you got Tom Cruise in it. You got some big name guys. Um, I mean, Tom Cruise was in Jerry Maguire the same year. That's a phenomenal movie. So I'm, I'm not, I can't give you the, it's an old movie, take it in the context thing. I'm, I, nah, no, I can't. Maybe, maybe not quite up to snuff to today, especially with graphics and everything else, clearly. But um, I, you know. I'm going to watch it and I I'm not I'm I'm going to put a very minor handicap on it but uh we'll we'll see how it how it goes. Uh Garrett what's going on man? Hey Ryan Garrett. Hey, hey just to answer your question real quick from uh today's podcast. Yes, I did put stamps on all the letters. Oh. I do it the right way. Um that takes all the fun out of it, but and yes, my grandma does live on my route so nice. I have uh brought her stuff sometimes but uh I always do things on the up and up. Uh, in regards to the letters that I delivered to everybody else, some people still don't know who that letter came from, and some guys figured it out eventually, like I said. But uh, it's a joke. I think I'm going to continue playing on these uh, Bears fans that continue living in 1986. So the other thing, uh, word to uh, Justin's niece, if you're going to tell me not to call in, I'm going to call in even harder. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Oh, man. 
That hit on so many levels, all wrapped up in an office quote. It's a thing of beauty. What's going on, Garrett? Hey, Ryan, it's Garrett. Hey. To answer your question, there was five people in the room when I had my vasectomy. The okay. doctor, Thank the you. nurse, the medical student intern, my wife, and myself. And funny story is... That's, um... Some, some of those names surprised me a bit. <laughs> First of all, I never would have pictured the wife being in there, you know? Like, why would she want to be in there? And also, I would probably be like, no, get out, dude. Don't need to be sitting here staring at me. Like, go away. I'll come to you when it's over. And then an intern, you know, pick a different day. You don't need to be in here. It was a private matter. Need to be in here basis, period. I, too, was watching basketball in the room uh, when my son was born, and my wife held that over my head forever. And then the day that we was scheduled for this, I think she came up with the idea, and she fulfilled it completely uh, with playing Maury Povich. You are not the father over her phone <laughs> after I had my vasectomy. So she now has the upper hand. And the other funny story is, uh, being the mailman, she would always show pictures of our kids to people, and they're like, oh, they're really, really cute. It's like, yeah, but uh, the, the, the mailman is the father. So, anyways, long story short, have a good one, Ryan. That's pretty funny, man. That's pretty funny. I'm sure you could do a lot of different things with that. I wonder if you get that, since you're answering all my questions, do you get that a lot? Because obviously the mailman joke is pretty prevalent. Do you get that a lot with like, oh, so you're the one kind of thing? I'm just curious. I never, I never thought about it from that perspective. Um, Nate is on the line. I get the impression we're not going to be able to hear this very well because I can only see six words, and this is 21 seconds. So we'll see how this goes with Nate. I wanted to give my information, Nate, as you This is scary. I think he's threatening me. I'm not positive. All right. Well, I heard a go pack go, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. So I don't know. I, I thought for sure that he was threatening me. So, <laughs> uh, Nate, try that again, man. Let me know what's going on. Okay. First of all, I'm highly offended that you think that I just, oh, this is Justin's name. Oh, we by know. The way. We know. But I'm just highly offended that you think, like, I heard your phone number and just wrote it down. First of all, I'm a lot more crafty than that. Second of all, Justin gave it to me. So. <laughs> wow, you are crafty. Well, you can blame this on him. Third of all, I have some notes. Oh, good um, lord. Stop being a picky eater. No. That just expand, please. No. Goose has a point. This no, he does good. not. Don't take Goose's side in this. Titled, you know, you know, angry something or other wants this dumb podcast said uh-huh. I don't want it to end. How do you know the title? I want. How do you know the title? And I'm not angry. You I'm are angry. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And it's pronounced gyro. Um. You say it's pronounced gyro. It's absolutely not pronounced gyro. What are you talking about? You're telling me to broaden my horizons and like eat all these cultural foods and everything else. And you think it's pronounced gyro? First of all, if you want to be all technical about it, it's pronounced hiero or whatever. Something to that. Some Greek Greek girl told me that one time. She kept picking on me because I kept calling it a gyro. She's like, it's hiero. It's hiero. It's definitely not gyro. 
Only like the whitest, most ignorant people in the world are like, it's pronounced Giro. That's that's absolutely not correct. Absolutely false. I think you were saying Giro. Yeah. Uh, Just so you know, I don't know if this is like a guy thing, because, you know, Justin pronounces words terribly, too. Okay. But it's It's not. Anyway. 100% not. And third of all, third of all. Don't be telling Justin to eat dairy. What? He already has... No. There's already enough dairy in his system. Please don't tell him to eat dairy. Why? When? What? And ninth of all, I listened to your podcast for about five minutes, and then I got bored because all of the... So much Packers stuff. Why? Like, isn't anyone ever going to run out of questions? Justin, explain to her that this is literally a Packers podcast. That's what this is. Explain that to her. Because apparently she doesn't listen to that. Apparently. Because basically all I hear is complaining, you talking about food, random Mm -hmm. people butt dialing, this man named Goose. Yes. You know, if you want to put me in contact with Goose, that would be amazing because Goose. Goose is married. such a fun name. Goose is married. Calm down. (laughs) Well, I hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you later. Oh, great. Um, Goose, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to put you in that awkward city. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. She's yelling at me about gyros, you know, because it's pronounced gyro. That's how you say it. And all of a sudden it's like, Hey, what's that goose guy all about? <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. There's this guy like, Goose. he's got, she's, she must be into falafel or something. I don't know that goose guy, man. Maybe me and him get some falafel together or something. Goose is in Canada and he's married. You're very far. Although she's probably across the border, different part of Canada. Canada's large. It doesn't matter. John, what do you get me out of this, man? Hey, buddy. This is uh, your old pal, John. Hey, old pal. Um, so the trolling continues. Yes. Um, trolling report. I tried to post the phone number uh, in uh, one of these uh, groups that I'm in, yep. and I don't think Facebook would let that go through. Ah. Um, it's the I Am Barrist. Uh, That's the name of the group? The Facebook group. Anyway. Um, so they're just trolling themselves. I am embarrassed. Wow. So I put up a poll instead. How much do you hate the Packers? Okay. A little bit with all my heart and soul. And I'm secretly a Packer fan. Uh, those were the three choices. A little bit, 1%. Uh, with all my heart and soul, 81%. <laughs> and then uh, some guy named Jake uh, added F the Packers. And that is sixteen uh, percent. Okay. So, um, you know, we're, we're making progress. You're in the right group. Uh, anyway, that's all I got for right now. Sorry, um, but I'll talk to you soon. Go pack, go. Well, you're you're doing you're doing good work over there, John. We appreciate your efforts in the I'm Barrist group. You know, maybe maybe join a few more. See if you got some Vikings groups out there. I doubt there's any Vikings group or Lions groups to be found. Um, but, you know, see what you can do. I appreciate your help. And um, keep keep up the good work with just trashing, trashing on the Bears. We appreciate that. But uh, anyways, I appreciate most of the phone calls that we got today. Goose, again, I apologize for uh, getting you involved in this mess. I did not see that coming. Uh, you guys have yourselves a good night, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.